0: Today's Braze Bits is brought to you by the Furby Kentucky Derby. This spring, the famous Furby robotic toys will be taking their talents to Louisville, Kentucky to race each other to see who has the fastest little feet. Look out for Fergie singing the national anthem, because everyone knows Fergie loves the Furby Kentucky Derby.
1: We got some Braze Bits. You got sweet feet.
0: They're sweet. They're petite, Lance. And they're also a treat.
1: That's right. Are you participating in the Furby Kentucky Derby?
0: Technically, I'm not allowed to. I'm not a robotic Furby. But I feel like if I did, it would be a good matchup. I've got really petite feet that are kind of robotic.
1: You ever have a Furby?
0: I feel like I did back in the day. I feel like when Furbies were hot in the streets, I, I feel like I had a Furby.
1: John Ferber? Guy from your high school?
0: Yeah i knew that just sounds like a guy from your high school everyone knew a ferber was he overweight
1: no he was he's pretty he's definitely on the skinnier side he was if anything he was like too not too skinny you know what i mean we're not getting no body shaming here no he was a beautiful boy good for him john malay Me.
0: timothy chalamet
1: yeah welcome to Braze bits everybody episode 75 Lance. episode 75 we're having a surprise birthday party I got dementia though, so I don't even know that it's for me. It's all right.
0: You'll, you'll you'll just be happy to be there. I'll I'll stay by your side. I'll be like, "Lance, this is your father drode. Lance, this is uh Eric Seidel. Oh, Lance. Oh, poker player. Yeah, Pod Nemesis. Everyone hates him. Only you, I think. I don't hate him. We'll get we'll I, get we'll get right into it. You yeah. don't hate him? I don't hate him. I hate how he treats me on the podcast. I hate how he attacks me through the guise of questions. I hate how he comes after my giggles and cream show. like giving away ice cream thinking I'm Oprah. I, f- I hate out after the first episode, he said we were going too quick. We were, our banter was too fast. He's the one who started off with the bad vibes. I love, I love side
1: He didn't attack you through attack, attack you. I can't speak through the guise of a question this week. He just texted me, I guess, while he was listening and says, what is this fixation with ice? You can use a freezer pack to retain the cold temperature. Okay. Now we're, now
0: we're getting somewhere. <laughs> You're bringing a freezer pack to keep a sandwich cool at the beach or freezer packs for drinks? What are we talking here?
1: Freezer we packs- should backtrack a little bit. It's an ongoing controversy for a few episodes where Jesse doesn't think food is allowed in coolers because it gets soggy. And most people, most people,
0: that's, that's not, that's not it. I do not believe sandwiches need to go in a cooler that has ice in it. If you have a lunch style, little knapsack cooler, throw a sando in there. If there's ice in it, no way, Jose, if we're talking hummus, we're talking veggies, we're talking
1: guacamole, throw that into a cooler. You conceded that. I can, I think you conceded that off pod because my brother, Nolan Ar, what's the Arenado? Arenado asked about that, or he said he he said sandwiches no go, but that stuff yes. Did we talk about this on the pod or no? No, this was yeah. last
0: week. He, I think he texted you directly.
1: And we this talked about huge. the person. Yeah,
0: he was the first yeah. person of the silent majority who has my back to actually vocalize their support. So shout out to Arenado. We turned two double play on our part.
1: He's a Jersey guy, just like you. Love that.
0: Love that body. No, my body. No one. Me and NP. I feel like it's also a little bit of like brotherly rivalry that he has my back on this. This one, he's kind
1: of like. He didn't you. really have your back. He just he kind of just was he neutral said, about it. He said he agreed with you on sure. the sandwich, and that was it. And he, then he said anything else. If you have fruit, if you have hummus or guac, and then you said you can't bring guac to the beach.
0: I don't think you can bring dips to the beach and it's a personal container. Like you were going to bring guac and everyone has to pass it around and it's kind of like everyone's putting their fingies in it. Who's putting their fingies in the guac? And Nolan was not, I'm putting my fingies in the guac. I have the screenshot right here. Nolan was not middle ground. He says, I agree with Jesse on the beach cooler with the caveat that certain foods need to be cold, i.e. fruits, veggies, hummus, guacamole.
1: Yeah, it so has my caveat. Back the comedy venue. Yeah.
0: But he has my he has my back.
1: Anyway, you still haven't you haven't uh, addressed so you said ice is QAB. But so what's the issue with the freezer pack? It's
0: not necessary. For a chicken sando, I don't need to keep it cool. If I have maybe a turkey wrap and we have extra freezer packs, freezer packs is, is not a bad idea. seidel has got a nice workaround. I'm not going to concede the point, but it's a nice idea.
1: Sounds like you're conceding the point without conceding it. How long is a freezer pack gonna last on a
0: summer? A little weekend?
1: conceded, if I ask. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm spitting out
0: sunflower concedes. I I can never do that. I would always just chew them all and kind of. I don't out. get
1: sunflower talking about sunflower seeds. When I visited Seidel, he's like this huge sunflower seed guy. I'm oh. like, how do you eat these all day? You, I can't eat them because I try to eat them and it's just the shell. Gasoline.
0: I, I'm all shell. I'm fueled up. He had that for the hike. He was popping
1: seeds for the hike, or he's he just clearly eating. He's a seed. No, he had like a a cup. And I
0: hate <laughs> that spitting seeds into a cup. Who wants to be around
1: a guy spitting seeds? He wasn't doing it in front of. He wasn't doing it in front of me. Oh, what a oh,
0: Sidell! Just more and more, he gets revealed. It's it's terrible. He's a sunflower guy. Oh, because I'm sure he finds this impressive that he can de shell it in his mouth. He's like, oh, look at me! I can I can get it all out. <laughs> Grow up. Get some bubble-licious gum. Blow a couple <laughs> bubbles. Get some gum stuck in your hair. Wow. Starting off hot. Episode seventy-five could be could be a great one.
1: Yeah, we had to turn on the fan on the oven already. Cool me off. You first. get more meal
0: prep. This is random. I learned about. Uh, I was watching some kind of cooking show. I never really knew what broiled broiling means. Do you, mm-hmm. know what, you know what the broil means?
1: It's like you put it on like five hundred in the oven, really hot.
0: But isn't broiling least what i thought it's only the top of the oven is on not like the the whole thing yeah yeah that sounds right it's like if you just want the top thing to be warmed up you don't want the whole dish to be cooked through just the top you broil it susan broil bingo huge that was it
1: now one more meal prep this goes back to carnegie hall we had some controversy last week about carnegie hall but I just wanted to say that a Brazerback texted me like on Friday, and we'll call her. She's a big Mets fan, so we'll call her uh, Keith Hernandez. And, shout, out, shout out Keith. And she was honored. She was who I was talking about, who we saw perform at Carnegie Hall. And she said she was honored to be mentioned on the pod. Shout out Keith Hernandez. Hope so I said, Keith, I said, not everyone can perform at Carnegie Hall. Exhibit A, John Mullaney. Exactly.
0: Well, John Mulaney did perform at Carnegie Hall. I sent you an article that back in 2004, he did perform. And I can't confirm or deny that I saw him there.
1: I think it was probably 2000, not. 2014. Oh, my God. Now,
0: now, calling out the article.
1: I think it was 2014. The article said 2014. This is, this you would have been like 12 it. years old. It's fine.
0: You know what? Tomato, tomato. Meal prep, meal prep. Meal prop. Carnegie Hall, Radio City. Same thing. Not you really. Any, you got any highlights?
1: Wow. jump right in the <laughs> highlights? We're really zooming. We're grooving. I thought I might as well capitalize on the momentum we had. We don't have to. We could no, we kind did of have ruin it. the podcast. You know, when a show is great and like a stand up show, everyone on the lineup went and that's the, the moment to end the show. But then the producer wants to throw up a few people so they could get rebooked or whatever. And they say, All right, well, this was a great show, but let's make your experience not as good. If we ended right now, it'd be amazing, but let's extend it for a half an hour and make you kind of regret your game. No one wants
0: that. I feel like every comedy club in the city does that because when they do late night or they do like people going up after, it never ends well. Everyone's always like, all right, we got to get out of here. Not the comedy shop. Not the comedy shop. Not raise Bits. We keep the momentum moving and grooving. I got a, a highlight. That was from yesterday. We're recording this on Monday. Pulling back the pod curtains. I went for a long walk, Lance. Long Christopher Walken. It was a beautiful day yesterday. And I did did a full slate of uh, comedy at the Comedy Shop. Jenny Slate. Wow, I love Jenny Slate. Underrated Netflix special. Underrated actress. I went for a long walk yesterday. I would say like a two hour walk. I listened to a bunch of sets that I recorded. I was able to like tinker out some uh, some jokes. Tinker Bell. Who's the guy? Bell. Le'Veon Bell. Raja. Raja Bell. Pull that out. That that silence of the lambs. Went on a long walk, and it just uh I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I was also while I was walking, I was trying to think of my highlight for today, and I was like, you know what? This is my highlight. I'm right right now. I think this is my highlight. I enjoyed it. I like it was it was beautiful. It was. Probably the best day of the year so far, weather-wise. It like, was in the 70s, it felt like, when it was peak, sunny, but it wasn't too hot. Um, didn't get sweaty. It was just perfection. I was able to listen to some sets, Tinkerbell some some bits, listen to some podcasts. Just got out of my head a little bit, got a nice, uh, counted my steps. 14,000 steps yesterday, Lance. Not too shabby. Yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. Where did
1: you go on this walk?
0: I walked from Astoria pretty much to Long Island City, like down, it's called 21st Avenue. I like it because it's like a, a wider street. And it's like kind of more open and like uh, just feels more spacious and you have more, not really passing a lot of
1: people. If I was one of those people who said my wife, I would also say it sounds like a street with a lot of room for activities. Exactly.
0: A lot of activities. I avoided the Astoria Park because I feel like it was probably packed with people yesterday. I wanted to be out and about, but not having to, you know, I didn't I didn't wear my mask. I, I had my mask on me, but I didn't want to have to wear my mask the entire time. It was fantastic. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. Made me appreciate the Queens. You're the king of Queens. I am. Not, I don't look like them, but I probably do a little no bit. No one's
1: ever said that. Many people have. No. If If someone says that uh, bring them to me. I'll whack them. Wow. The potfather father might, might,
0: <laughs> might need to set up a meeting.
1: You got any highlights? I'm glad you asked. I didn't think you would ask. I thought we were just going to talk about yours. So did I. Dan Soder. Soda pop. I, I'll walk you through my Saturday. It was a overall with a slight caveat that we'll get to with my QAB. It was a good day. It was a solid day. Um, so woke up, it was Saturday, kind of slept in, which What's I don't even in remember. You? I don't know. I don't remember. yeah, like 7 30 or 8. That's sleeping in. Yeah. Wow. Spoil yourself. That's what happens when you're married, I think. Do married people wake up? I think every married person wakes up early. I wouldn't know. I don't know. But I woke up like late early, later than usual. Actually I might have woken up at like nine. I don't remember what I did in like the earlier morning hours, but Kate and I decided that we were going to go on a day date. That's what we did last Saturday. We decided we were going to do it again. I think she had something. And, oh, what, oh, this is what I did. I went on a run. Wow. Went on a run. And I've been going on these runs that are probably kind of just like a loop around, like kind of actually like around the Gowanus Canal. So breathe in some great air. Very sure. clean. Fresh air. Yeah. NPR. And I think the run I've been doing, I've been doing it like, I don't know, twice a week or so. And it's like probably a little over a mile, mile and a half. It's not that long, but I'm like, I, I talked about this. It might've been the Patreon episode. Actually. I don't know what to do in terms of exercise. Cause I'm my high yoga membership. on right. It's kind of in the balance beam. I don't love running, but it's free. I decided to go a little bit longer this time. I went all the way up to Union Street and then kind of down and around the canal. And I usually don't do that far. Nice. It was good. Felt good. And then Kate and I decided to go to the diner that's closest by. We First wanted time? to check out the diner. And we said we want to go into the diner. We don't. can't. You got to really experience a diner in the diner. Sure. We could have sat outside type thing, but it just seems like a fake experience. We wanted to be both vaxxed. Now we're fully vaxxed. Past two weeks that I've been vaxxed. So we went in the diner and we ate inside and we sat at the counter. Love that.
0: On purpose? Like you chose to?
1: We actually didn't sit on purpose. They said, you want to do the counter? Because you're trying to social yes. distance and I countered with. That sounds great.
0: Nothing wrong with the counter. I'm a big counter guy because I'm, I'm single and I love sitting at a, a bar or a counter by myself. But nothing wrong with also going with somebody. My
1: brother, Nolan Aranato. Aranato. Arenado. He was a big count guy, like Jocchio? the Sesame Street character. I can see that. Yeah. Anyway, we sat at the diner. It was a great diner. I got corned beef hash over okay. easy eggs.
0: It's a bold order for the first time at a diner, corned beef hash. I figured it this? was
1: great. I figured it was a perfect order. It was, it's like a type of diner, it's a diner order. I was either thinking of the Monte Cristo or the corned beef hash, eggs over Bro. easy. Home fries, toast, and side of sausage. Hungry Man's breakfast. Comes with the home fries and toast. Right.
0: That's a, that's, a, that's a great breakfast.
1: And it was just perfect diner.
0: Coffee Kate and juice?
1: And I got coffee. They refilled the coffee. They asked, they asked to refill it a third time, and I said, I'm okay. That's what you need out of a diner.
0: You want them to be overly coughing you up. Too much they, caffeine.
1: They were busy, but it was like they were you know bustling it was great to see i think kind of small not like a ton of space inside i think with the outside they actually might have like more mm. you know some of these restaurants so that's good they were very busy the cory doing well i don't think there's a ton of i, I guess there's there's a, there's diners but that's cory like the diner in the area mm. you know and what's going get? on she got eggs what she got I think she has got eggs over easy with home fries and toast. I think Solid, she got rye toast. Classic. I got, I got whole wheat. Love a rye. Rye New York. Rye New York. Oh, and she got bacon. And she asked, you would love this. She asked for it. Well done. Be, she asked well done. She knows the
0: key to my heart. <laughs> yeah. got to ask for well done. Got to get it crispy.
1: And then Co-coo she crisp. said, she said, I don't remember. If she said sorry to me or she said like, I'm getting it well done. <laughs> One of those two.
0: Either I'm sorry or I'm getting it well done. But it sounded like a sorry for saying I'm getting it well done.
1: Yeah. Fantastic. But it was great. It was a great time. And then I did a private show on Saturday night, actually out in East Hampton. No way. So drove out to East Hampton Saturday, like, late afternoon. This was with uh, Lee Valentin, but he came separately. And then I also went with uh, your best friend, Bassam. Very nice. And uh, friends of the pod, Rachel Green.
0: Great crew. Nice comedy crew. Yeah. What was, it was, this pr-
1: was the venue? It had a house? So it was this private show. It was a 40th birthday party. It was set up by Abby. Okay. And she was not in town, but she asked us all to do it. Okay. And it was this guy's 40th birthday party. 15 or I think I don't know, between 15 and 20 people. Pretty much everyone there, they all grew up in Bombay. India like pretty much all of them and then like went to high school in India then came to America and I guess are all kind of in the New York area and most of them clearly do very well this house was in East Hampton it was like a very very nice house clearly you know all have good jobs and and all that so we drove out we ate at a Greek restaurant out there and this was a little bit QAB we have talked a few times in in uh on the pod, you know, when you're doing a road show, you kind of want to keep the expenses low. Mm-hmm. I'm driving, had a bit of a hectic experience, which I'll talk about later in the QAB. So I'm just like, we're kind of a little, running a little later. We were planning on like getting, like, kind of walking around. I guess it was close to Sag Harbor. We were planning on like walking around Sag Harbor, maybe mm-hmm. getting some something to eat and then going to the show. But basically, we didn't have as much time as we thought. So I entrusted them to pick the dinner place. Not looking, I said. You know, I don't want to spend a ton of money, but whatever you think is good, we end up. It's a tough area to not to find something affordable. Exactly, we end up going to this Greek place. Entrees are in the. They're like forty-two dollars.
0: Remember the name of the Greek place by
1: any chance? Uh, I could look it up right now. I think it might have this been this one, uh, Alia Estiatorio. Does that hmm. sound like a place? No, not sure. Yeah, that, that's definitely where it was.
0: Sounds fancy. Yeah.
1: It was. It was very fancy. It was very expensive. Spent a fair amount of the money we made on the show. Wait, so you restaurant. went there before or after? Pre-show. 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 Wow. Then we get to the house. It's like a beautiful house. Uh, basically, they all want to write it. They they want to. I can't speak today. I'm sorry. They want us oh, to roast them. Oh, and, I don't like this. So, the uh, the wife of the birthday boy sent us this like email of like kind of basically all the guys uh, who were there and just like things about them. So we all wrote Rose jokes. We get there. It's like really, it's a very nice house. And they're all like kind of having fun. Clearly had been like drinking all day. A lot of them have kids, Uh, but the kids are like, you know, in a different part of the house, like all watching TV, but they're like, you know, probably between five and 10 years old, all, all these kids. And we do the show and it goes great like a super fun just super lee host lee hosted he did a great job he's a great host he's a great host if he wasn't as good of a host it might not have gone well they were very fun though and they were very down i feel like they didn't have a microphone
0: oh my god this this, is i'm glad it went well we didn't need one
1: i think it would have been weird if there was a microphone we did it in their living room and we just kind of roasted them and then you know we kind of did a bunch of, because the roast you could only do like each of us did, like it wasn't more than like six or seven minutes. So we were like, yeah, maybe we should do more time. So then we all went back up and did some bits. They were good sports about it, but clearly didn't really care. They just wanted the roast, but the roast, just like everyone murdered, they were just fun and on board. And it was a great reminder of that people can be fun. I feel like in a lot of situations, especially situations with friends, whenever I feel like I'm at a comedy or doing comedy and there's a group and it's like more than like four friends, the group is almost impossible. Either they're like really rowdy and terrible, which is, I think in the minority, but like, um, or they're just like, they don't want to laugh at the wrong thing. They become uptight. They don't want to like admit to their friends that they, you know, um, but they had like great sense of humor, just super fun, having fun. Like obviously, you know, life's going well for them, but it just was like a very like rich experience. They all have like kids around the same age who are all clearly like good friends. And they obviously all have kind of a very strong cultural tie. And it was just like a very, it made me be like, oh, this is like something, this is like what I want. I mean, they all like work for Amazon, which I don't want that. Hmm. But it was like a great, it was a great experience and it was great to see that type of thing and you know how sometimes when especially as a comedian you're it's more like it's a service industry thing right you're like you're the entertainment um, i feel like and sometimes you're like treated like a little bit like not less you know what i mean there's like some sort of divide but yeah, like a
0: servant yeah. you're, you're you're servicing them tonight
1: but didn't feel any of that. They were like so welcoming and it was just overall great. I think they were really happy that it went well and it was great. That
0: sounds sounds ideal. That sounds like one of those situations where you don't necessarily know exactly what you're walking into. No, we had no idea. Classic comedy road gig, which is exciting that you were able to get that feeling again. Also a little bit of, and that it went well is, is probably the best payoff. I actually have a QAB that's along the same, idea about like a group setting that I'll say for the QAB, but it's, it's along the same lines where you were you do
1: one it. of the, sh- I saw at the comedy shop, there was one show. It was just like large groups.
0: Yeah. That's my, my I was like, around.
1: I was like, I'm glad I'm not on that show. Yeah.
0: yeah I was, I was on that show. <laughs> yeah. Um, it sounds phenomenal. Cause those of I feel like I, I can write roast jokes, but just the idea of going into someone's house and roasting them just makes me nervous. So I'm glad they were good sports and that they took a well. And like, but I feel like, especially going out to the Hamptons, and like it, it could have been like uh it, it could have gone much different way.
1: It was yeah, exactly. And it was very far, and it was late. It started at 10 30. Oh my god. And yeah, you, so you drove back after to the city? We, we drove back to Smithtown. So Bassam and I Basam slept at at my don't. parents' house. So you Bassam, you let Bassam and
0: Bassam into your childhood you, home?
1: Yep. Bassam and Drode, you know, buddied up, they're buddy buddy. Wow, I don't know how I feel about that. Basam's asking, drode's asking Bassam about Nielsen ratings.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Were they were your parents up when you guys got home?
1: No. But we had uh I told my mom obviously I told my mom we were sleeping over, so they uh we had bagels and locks in the morning. Oh
0: my god, I'm so jealous. We missed it. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. Basam's lucky duck, doesn't know what he doesn't know what he's got. That's insane. Where did Bassam sleep? In your brother's room? and yeah, yeah. He got to sleep in Nolan <laughs> aronado's bed. Yeah. What a I got to go to your wedding. Okay. Yeah. oh my god guy didn't even prepare top nine as a guest on braze bits nah, you know, he, was, he was the he worst was
1: like, he was the worst braze bits guest of all time people
0: have it good that's a great it's
1: a great highlight phenomenal. yeah it felt like a full meal of a day
0: yeah <laughs> that's more than a full meal i feel like you had a, a snack a meal and a dessert that was like a full you, you probably got home exhausted
1: i did it's get funny. home exhausted yeah it was definitely like a meal and a snack right it it almost felt it was like one and a half meals. It was not exactly two meals.
0: So it was in between. I feel like it's hard to sometimes decipher, like between a snack, between a meal, more than a meal, two meals. It's hard to yeah.
1: sometimes figure that
0: out. Summer Sanders.
1: Some Yeah. Sometimes I eat a snack and I eat so much, I, I, I'm wondering, is this a meal or is this just a snack?
0: I think we can kind of elaborate on that a little bit more, Lance. I think I think we, you, we, can, we can dig deep on that idea. Could you tell me what you have in mind? I'll tell you exactly what I have in mind, Lance. I say we, you know, we do a top nine on our favorite in between snacks and meals. I think not that's not a great... snack, not a meal. Top nine on, on those kind of things.
1: I think that's a great idea. Let's, I'm in. It was your idea, and I'm in. All right. Well, it works <laughs> out perfectly.
0: This can go a lot of different ways. I feel like when you when we first agreed upon this top nine, I did not get it. But now I, I feel like I've I've had some time to really wrap my head around it. Because you gave me well, – well, we'll get into it. It's in the top nine in-between snacks and in-between meals. Not a snack, not a meal. Could be both. Might not be either. Want me to go first? let me to get on base? If you want. I sure do, Lance. My number nine, feel like this is a perfect in-between snack. It could be a snack. It could be a meal. It's in-between to me. Lance, it's bruschetta. Or as the Italians say, Bruschetta. The-
1: bruschetta
0: bruschetta to me was my first way of enjoying tomatoes i used to be always anti-tomato then one day my mom just made a delicious bruschetta it was like an hors d'oeuvre i believe but it was you know just sliced up fresh tomatoes onions a little olive oil seasoned deliciously and i had something i was able to not look at it as tomatoes i looked at it as bruschetta I feel like you could have a larger bruschetta on like a bigger piece of toast that could be more than a snack. It could also It It's not quite a meal, but it's not quite a snack. I feel like if I'm having bruschetta, you're going to be like, oh, you're going to ruin your supper. I feel like it's, it's in between. It's number nine.
1: I feel like you probably really go in on bruschetta. I crush sketta. I feel like if I see you eating it, I'm thinking to myself, bruschetta room.
0: I scare a room all the time, my brusque Teddy Bruschetta. Bruschetta. I also love how just uh, especially if it's a nice crostini, it gets all. Like you take one bite, and then the rest of the uh, like the cracker just like turns into crumbs. A lot of crumb, crumb, Victor. crumb everywhere. Victor Crumb, Slump, Crumb Dog Millionaire. Bruschetta. Bruschetta. Fantastic. Yeah, that's it.
1: All right. I I, I guess I, if I don't I don't have much to add other than it's very good. Actually, you should come over. I make pretty good bruschetta. Kate I'll says it's like the best.
0: I would love to try. it. Absolutely. Shove it down my gullet. My number eight. See how you feel about this one. In between a meal, in between a snack. My number eight, Lance. It's soup. I feel like soup. I sometimes if I have if I know I'm having like a dinner and like over two hours, and I'm hungry, I'll get myself a soup, and I'll be like, I'm not ruining my dinner. I'm having a soup. It'll satiate me. It'll not necessarily fill me up, but it'll hold me over, which I think is what we're looking for with this, this list. So this is not like a heavy soup, like a creamy soup. I'm talking like chicken nude, you know, French onion, tomato soup with some grilled cheese. <laughs> French
1: onion, is like the heaviest soup <laughs> there is.
0: <laughs> French onion, hold the cheese, hold the French. Just give me onion soup. Yeah. A non heavy soup. Number eight.
1: Yeah, yeah. I actually thought about it, but I'm su- I'm I'm not surprised you have it, but I feel like it's not specific enough. Cause I was thinking it and I was like, Well, there's so many soups. I can't just say soup. Right, Danny superdoc
0: Doc <laughs> me some points. I'm not as specific. It's it's a general soup. Sometimes you don't have a choice. Sometimes you go to like a my the local group. What places. do you mean you don't have a choice? Sometimes you don't have a choice. Like my local this place, Family Corner, they have a soup of the day. And I'll just be like, whatever you got. It's usually that Avgo Lemono soup, which is the perfect. That's, that's the soup I need. That's the light lemon chicken. It's delicious. Sometimes it's like, oh, we got split pee. You got to, you're got, you going to have to pee it out of your bottle
1: no matter what. All right. I mean, sure. I, I love soup. Well, I had actually, this is a, to kind of reinforce your, your theory here at the farmer's market a few weeks ago it was after i got the covid vaccine and was like really sick i bought um like the main stand we go to sells like different soups and they had a ginger scallion matzo ball soup wow that sounds fantastic and it was delicious but it was the size of it wasn't enough for a meal right but it was like a little more than a snack
0: perfect perfect i've never had like a ginger flavored soup i don't believe maybe maybe when i have a thai like tom yum soup from a thai place tom yum soup is good Delicious, scrumptious. My number seven, Lance, is what you used as an example to explain to me this top nine. And I think it was spot on. My number seven, it's tacos, taco fall. You get yourself one taco, that's a snack. Get yourself two, now we're teetering. Three, that's in between a meal and a snack to me, almost a meal. Hersh. Three tacos, especially when they're little small guys and they don't have like a lot of tacos, you're not loading up like the salsa and the sour cream. If you're just getting a simple couple of tacos, it's it's a perfect little in-betweener. It's, you can have great different flavor profiles.
1: You can go a whole different way. People
0: know what tacos are. They're my number seven.
1: Yeah, and this really depends on the place because obviously three tacos in a lot of situations are considered a meal. Yeah. My issue has always been that I love tacos, but I always just feel like, if you don't have any other accoutrement, then you're just going to be hungry right. after having three tacos and they're delicious, but I don't feel totally satisfied unless I'm not that hungry and I'm like, well, I want something in between. Right, right.
0: So, so to a taco place is, is good because you, especially with other people, you can get, we'll get a guacamole, we'll get uh, some salsa, we'll get some nachos, we'll get, you get a lot of little things, almost like tapas. And you throw some tacos in there, then you start getting filled up, buttercup.
1: But then if you just like, if you go to like Jack in the Box and get like 50 cent tacos or whatever it is, then you're going to have 10 of them. Right.
0: Jack up in the Box has tacos?
1: Yeah, I oh, think so. I, I remember when, I was in, in, I think it was Jack in the Box when I lived in LA, it was like Jack in the Box, It was maybe it was like Hardee's, I think it was Jack in the it was like one of those West Coast fast food places. Mm. And they sold like 50 cent tacos after like 12 at like 12 a.m wow and you just house them
0: and i don't really even
1: remember what they taste like i was booze up sure old booze bag lance yeah bagger lance that's my none of them because it was your number seven
0: legend of bagger vance will smith he posted a picture today he's in the worst shape of his life oh yeah he hasn't even looked that bad but he posted a picture with his shirt off and he's got like a little bit of a man boob he's like oh i'm The worst shape of my life. Everyone's like, oh, Will Smith's being
1: relatable. Sounds like social media to me. Bingo. My number nine is Cup O Noodles. Old Cup of Nudes. You were talking about soup. I don't even consider this soup. It's like poison more than soup. And I in college, I would just get load up on cup of nudes and have them kind of constantly throughout the day and night. I don't think I really had meals in college. I just ate when I was hungry. Mm. I'd go to the dining hall, but like the problem with the dining hall is you could eat as much as you want, but the food's fake, so I'd be hungry like an hour later. Mm. And I would just constantly eat. I had always cup of nudes and easy mac and I would just constantly eat both of those. And you had microwave in your dorm room? We had we had like a hot plate. Got it. But I remember like we had like a common area with a microwave. So I would just use that because the hot plate was like a little QAB. Got it. I was like, this seems gross to cook something in the dorm. Yeah. So I usually went, this was, that was freshman year. And then after freshman year, I think we had a kitchen in every, every situation.
0: Couple noodles is a good one. Couple noodles reminds me of summer camp. People would have a couple noodles for like lunch if, if they didn't like the uh, the camp food. So, and it was, it's good. You put hot water in it's it. It's not I feel like, good. I, I haven't had it since the eighties, but I remember being like, oh, somehow like the broth tastes pretty good and like it's noodles. Like the weird corn and carrots,
1: mm-hmm. Philip broth. You ever have the other non-chicken flavors? I even even when I was like eighteen, I knew those were gross. They like beefs and and shrimp. I
0: think I tried the shrimp, and that was pretty pretty weird. Yeah,
1: they used to be currency. The wrapper. At, oh yeah, at
0: summer camp people would like we would like gamble for cup of noodles, cigarettes. Yeah. Did in college did you gain weight or did you you not because you weren't really eating
1: I think I did I don't know I have no idea because my college
0: uh, cafeteria was actually like UMass is ranked as being like some of the best campus food so that was bad for me and I super bad I turned into Jonah
1: Hill big time I saw Jonah Hill on the street Uh, you know I'm getting old because this was probably like four years ago by now (laughs) Wow!
0: Can't believe Bassam met your dad.
1: I I knew you're gonna hate it.
0: Slept in Nolan's bed. Did a show in East Hampton.
1: Yeah, my mom loved it. My he was like asking about the furniture, and then my mom was like showing around his fr- the furniture. Bassam is such a mom kisser. I could <laughs> yeah. see
0: him fuck he, him kissing up and like oh, I like we did with these window treatments. Like, <laughs> yep. like cleaning up the dishes and like making your mom's bed and, and like doing laundry, and then you get in the car and he slaps you in the face. Classic bassam. Like, such a shawl off.
1: My number eight is toast with accoutrement. Okay. So this could be anything. This, I think a lot of people have like avocado toast, right? That's popular mm-hmm. sometimes. And by toaster, I really mean, I guess what I do, you know, I don't have a toaster. I, don't, I think toasters are kind of weird. They take up a lot of real in a New York city kitchen. They take up a lot of real estate. You don't have unlimited counter space and it just seems like they cause cancer. No, they don't.
0: And you're just an anti-toast guy. You don't toast your bagels. Why would you have a toaster?
1: Well, but what I do, what I do do, do do in your pants is I will turn on the oven and like put toast there. Or sometimes, I mean, I guess I wouldn't necessarily call this toast, like put it in like some olive oil or something or butter and put it in a pan. Sure but i'll Love do i'll do that and i'll put what i've been doing most recently is peanut butter and like bananas and berries it's scrumptious and pretty delicious and i'm having it for like breakfast but i know it's like not enough of a breakfast and i'm going to be hungry a, mm-hmm. in a little bit so it's like a pre it's like a warm up right it's getting your body ready it's nice it's not heavy in the stomach i'm stretching it's a good one
0: i've got A variation of that later down on my list, so I'll I'll hold off. Eastbound and down. Never watched it, but all my friends have inside bits about it.
1: I'm surprised. Yeah, I never watched it either. And I missed the boat and I said, I, I watched like half of an episode once. And I was like, this probably would be good if everyone wasn't so obsessed with it. And I just, the obsession of it
0: turned me off. I knew the jokes from my friends saying the jokes and them saying it sounded funnier than me watching the show. I, I watched the show once and was like, oh, this isn't as funny as my it friend. seemed like
1: serious. Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, I don't. I don't I don't need I don't need it. Don't gotta have it. My number seven is crepes. Wow, you give a crepe. I give a crepe.
0: Classic French move.
1: Total or as vocal. they say, clip. The crepe
0: the crepe when's the last time you had a crepe
1: i don't know i think in montreal probably or no france probably france so in 2019 like two years ago but when you because i have never made made them you can't make crepes at home you can but you're not going to make them well or i've never tried but i just feel like i'm not gonna you have to have specific kitchen items which they're i do turn. not have
0: yeah they're gonna turn the crap
1: yeah and what i love them like the flavors they're like Perfect in between. When we were in Montreal, I remember uh, there were a few different times where like at 4 or 5 p.m. we would just like get crepes.
0: Mm.
1: Like I think every day we were there. That's what we did at like 4 or 5 p.m. Like in between lunch mm-hmm. and dinner. We were hungry. wanted something substantial. Just the idea, like the f- different types of crepes. You get banana, banana Nutella. Mm. You get like honey. Mm-hmm. You, could get, you get pesto ones. I've had pesto ones. Chicken, yeah. Chicken. It's just a very creative food. And when executed well, so delicious. There is a place in the city. It's, a, I guess, a mini chain. I don't know there's one in Grand Village and one on the Lower East Side called, like, Crepe Something. You know, it's on McDougal. Yeah, it's like yeah, yellow yeah. signage. Yeah. Crepe to go or something. It's not that good. Yeah, I never it's, had that. It's not that good, and it's expensive. There's a good place. It's a French place on Orchard Street. The name is escaping me, and I'm not sure if they're still open after the pandemic but sometimes Kate and I would go there for dessert and get crepes and just a, a great food. If you could find it and it's executed properly. Sure.
0: Not I'm overall, it's not a big crepe guy. I think the last time I had one was with my sister and niece, France. We got one like on our last day. We wanted to get a crepe and it just felt like maybe because I was like too hungry, but it, like, it took too long to make. And it felt like it was such a simple thing, maybe the way they were making it. And then it's it's just I don't know it didn't uh, knock my socks off
1: barren for you kind of like a dust bowl feeling like an empty feeling yeah kind of like the crepes of wrath
0: exactly yeah yeah I I just uh, not for me I'm not a big I there's actually there's actually a place you hate you hate French culture I get it a little bit yeah yeah I like Tony Parker Lance Parker I like French soup. It's like it's a lighter soup. Yeah, it's a good one though. That was your number seven. Indeed. .com. My number six, plants in between a meal, in between a snack, it's chicken satay, chicken on a stick. I'm, I'm thinking more satay, but could also be, I feel like chicken souvlaki on a stick. There's a lot of, if you ever come to Astoria on a story on Ditmars, there's a little truck called souvlaki lady. And she makes a mean chicken on a stick. There's a bunch of different stands that just have meat on a stick. But I'm thinking chicken satay with maybe a little peanut sauce on the side. Have that at a wedding passed around as a passed hors d'oeuvre. It's, it's a great in-between. It fills you up, buttercup. It's nice. It's light. It's delicious. It's chicken satay.
1: What can I say? Satay it ain't so. Miso. I don't know why because it's pretty good. It is pretty good. I didn't think it didn't cross my mind. I will say this. Say it. By the way, the amount of I will say this and listen I've heard in this week has been an all time high. I don't know Mm -hmm. what it is, but Mm -hmm. I have heard so much listen. In real life? Actual people in real life. Everyone says it. It's horrible. Everyone does say it and they say it more and more since you've pointed it out. Yeah. Other people hear it and they're like, oh, I can say
0: that if I can't think of anything to say or if I want to command attention. got to let
1: me say this. i will say this and so many listens everyone's saying listen i hate i hate it
0: especially when it's good people doing it there's a lot of good people out there saying there
1: are a lot of good people falling into the trap but that's what happens with these ideologies yeah good people you fall into the trap yeah parent listen listen, there's a lot of good people out there there are joe listen so I think it's a good one, but I have never considered it a meal because you need to have like six of them. I feel like, yeah,
0: yeah, but it's also not a snack
1: to me. I guess it's a snack. It leans snack. more snack. It leans. It leans too close. I could. I could see it. I could, I'm not saying like you're wrong for including it, but to me, it leans too close to snack to consider it in between. Fair.
0: Stern, but it's fair.
1: David, I, do,
0: I feel like many times, especially in a story, I'll just grab myself a chicken on a stick, and it's just the perfect hold you over to to the, your next meal. But I guess it leans snack attack. But it's like, yeah, I don't, you can't just make yourself a chicken on a stick. You don't have chicken on a stick lying around like a snack. You gotta, you go out and get it. And it's
1: said Taylor Swift.
0: Wow,
1: well, that's that's.
0: Stay it ain't so that's that's pretty good.
1: I'll Ite what I want to say. Stay what you stay Sta. Sate, c- what do you mean to cite? Setacey's mom has got it going on.
0: <laughs> now we're grooving. Not really cooking with, with hot gas.
1: Sate watch with Zac Efron and Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> nice. Yeah, chicken it, it it
0: it's in between my my next one I'm, I'm probably it's probably less than a than chicken satay the more i think about it my number 5 lance it's popcorn i mean oh my god <laughs> i'm i can have popcorn i mean how am i going to defend popcorn i I've, you haven't even attacked it and i'm still i'm i'm backing up cuz you know it's so you
1: know it's it's
0: indefensible there's fancy popcorns that you have a full bag and you're filled up if you go to the movie theater and you have a, a tub of corn and you're crushing that solo dolo, even if you're sharing it, that's more than a snack to me. A tub? What kind of snacks come in that kind of tub? And then you throw some M&Ms on top of it. You throw, there's, there's all these fancy popcorn trucks in the city now that have like candy corn and they're like caramelized and Cracker Jack corn, sweet kettle corn, popcorn itself. It's more than a snack these days. It's it's been it's been commercialized. It's more. It's it's not a, a couple couple bites. It's a whole rigmarole, Lance. And my number five.
1: Popcorn. You couldn't even get through it without acknowledging that. And it's not in no way, shape, or form is it even remotely close to a meal. If you, had if, me you if you told someone that you had popcorn for lunch or for dinner, then they that's would not what we're doing. We're not, we're not talking meals. We're not talking meals. We're talking in between. I'm meals. saying, but it could potentially be one in a pinch could someone, be a snack could be a meal it can never I, popcorn can never be a meal
0: if i said lance i i need to go grocery shopping my my cupboards are are totally barren but guess what i had a couple i had a bag of popcorn and i had a bag of popcorn for lunch what and then you'd have judgment? to
1: go out and get like
0: pizza no i could have, a bag of popcorn will fill you up no. to your dome you take one bag of popcorn to the dome
1: you're trying to it's like um you're like a football team with like not I a good have. offense, but also a porous defense. So it's just, there's no if, winning here.
0: If I started this one off with confidence, you had me backpedaling on satay. If I if I came with a head of steam, you would not. Satay
1: good. is acceptable because it can be a meal. I think it leans more towards snack. I think you also agreed. That's But that's what this category is. Popcorn has never been a meal and never will be a meal. And that's okay. It doesn't need to be a meal. Trying go to a, make popcorn happen.
0: You're trying you to make to a, fish happen.
1: You go to
0: a you go to a wedding and like one of like the after like when yeah you went a wedding, to a wedding and you, they give yeah, you a pack yeah, of popcorn.
1: Yeah, imagine you went to a wedding and you had popcorn. <laughs> Do you want chicken, fi- chicken fish or popcorn? I'm, I'll I'll take some popcorn. It's it's my number five.
0: My number four is we're st- sticking along with some Greek style. We're talking the Greek dips with pita. The Greek meze dips, talking tzatziki, talking that like uh, spicy feta, the 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 pink one that's like eggs that I never really understand what it is. It's not eggs, but it's got like egg roe in it. There's like a potato, like mashed potato looking dip. These dips always Moussaka. you mussaka, Mike moustakas You get them at a, at a Greek restaurant and you're like, oh, we'll start off with the dips. I feel like a lot of people sometimes go a little too ham on these dips, and you're like, "Oh, I've, I don't, eat, I don't need a main course anymore." These dips, you dip, I dip, we dip. They're a, full, they could be a full meal.
1: I want ham, and I can't have any lamb. I'm Los on and the Those rams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That see, now we're back where we need to be. This is this is great territory for this, and it's a great one.
0: Popcorns. This the is name,
1: ex- popcorns in the same boat. This is exactly what it is. And yeah, you could go to a Greek restaurant, have a bunch of dips. Could it even maybe even you could go to the beach, put some of this stuff in a cooler, take it out.
0: Not these dips are not made for the for the beach. You do not want to. It would be a everyone be like, oh, who's got the pita? Oh, can someone pass to tzatziki? You can't bring
1: dips to the beach.
0: It gets it gets out of, out yeah, of pushing your
1: buttons a little bit, but, <laughs> but yeah, it. it's it's that's a very good one. I don't have it on mine, but I thought about it. It's a good one. I appreciate it.
0: Tip of tip of the chef's set.
1: My number six is none other than the potato salad. Whoa. <laughs> what you don't like potato salad? Oh, I oh, uh, gross.
0: <laughs> what? mayo on like cold? Do you like meat? macaroni salad? No, are I you like, Jewish? I like pasta salad, it doesn't have mayo on it. I don't like any of the salads. It's not a salad. Why, why do they call it a salad? Call it, it that. I'm, that I'm, that's I'm, I'm getting potato mayo. Let me me, me get a tub of of mayo potato.
1: That's fair, but that's what it's called popularly, so that's what I'm going to refer to it as. But that's that's a fair point. If this was around the horn, I'd give you three. Appreciate it. You minus ten for the popcorn. Oh yeah, yeah, you'd be on minus ten and mute for the popcorn.
0: (laughs) I just say popcorn and you mute me. Yeah. I I potato salad's revolting.
1: Interesting. I, I mean, I think it's delicious. And out of all those kind of like, I think they're Jewish leaning sides. I mean, they're not, they can't, you know, they don't have to be Jewish, but like, I feel like Jews and, and Jewish food, it's pretty common. But like macaroni salad, there's like coleslaw, I guess you could kind of put in there. But macaroni salad to me I always seems like a total side. But potato salad could be a little bit more substantial. And that's how I feel.
0: You're, you're having the right to your feelings. I just... It's just, I hate how it's presented. tuna salad. You go, you go to the bagel store or bodega, or wherever you're getting this. And it's like out in like this huge tub Mm -hmm. of just like, and it's like just mayo and potatoes and like, Mm -hmm. oh, oh my God. Maybe some
1: scallions in there or something. Delicious. Well, I think it's in that huge tub because people are going to take that tub and bring it to the beach.
0: You, if you bring a potato salad tub to the beach, I'm gonna dunk you in the water and then pour the potato salad into the ocean with you.
1: My number five <laughs> is cereal. It's yeah, a good one. Now we're back on track. I know you're not a cereal guy. You've said did it before, but cereal fits into this perfectly. I'm not. I, I don't buy cereal now because I don't think it's a good economical pur- purchase for an adult. I also don't want to be having milk all the time, so I don't really have it. But in, in my heyday, it was the quintessential snack slash meal. I'm talking, I'm talking Cheerios. I'm talking Rice Krispies. I'm talking Frosted Mini Wheats. I'm talking any, you know, you know
0: cereals. You've heard of them. I know cereals, and it's a great one. I can't attack it, but I will say this. Listen to this. Let me, let me say one thing about it. Here, one thing. Just listen. You came after me about soup being not specific, but you have cereal.
1: You're not. It's just. I'm just. I'm just saying. I'm going to say that. I think on the surface that seems like a fair point, fair comparison. But cereal across the board is pretty similar, and soup obviously. Tech. You know, you're having soup, but a lot of different soups. Cereal different it's either. It's just healthy. Grain, it's grain kids. or rice. Cereal. Yeah, it's either. Grain it or it's rice, or and it's, it's like sugar. different shapes and different amounts of sugar. There's only like five permutations you could have of cereal, but soup it's probably like 40. 40 different kinds of soups. Well, think about just the broth itself. What are you putting in the broth? Is it chicken broth? Is it vegetable broth? Is it beef broth? Is it seafood broth? That's just the broth. We now talking we're talking about
0: different milks. We got that. We got nut milk, we got whole milk, skim milk.
1: Okay. Breast milk,
0: milk, Harvey
1: milk. Then we got the vegetables. Every single vegetable could possibly. All right. I'm, I get it. I
0: understand it. I'm just saying. I just wanted to say one thing. You said it. I did.
1: My number four is tacos. There it is. You talked about it. I believe Dylan Palladino, when he was on the pod, had some ridiculous theory about how you could order different tacos I agreed with him. Yeah, it was nuts. If a restaurant
0: allows you to, and they say you don't have to just, if you order, you don't have to get three of the same, you 100%, we don't need it. We've we've gone through this. But if they give you the option to choose three different tacos, you go with that. You got to get as much variety as possible.
1: I think if you're splitting with a bunch of people, then yeah. But if you're making somebody make one of each different taco, it's obnoxious.
0: I think they're all pretty much prepared already
1: until they like no, they assemble. Then you're not going to a good taco place.
0: You think if you're going to get a al pastor taco that they're like they're making the the meat that they're like saucing it all like, for. They're
1: just putting it on like the the grill. Yeah, exactly. That assembling takes... it right. They're assembling. So what's the difference? Yeah. It's three different things to assemble. Adult assembly required. Huh. Agree or disagree? That's my taco, tacos tacos a great one.
0: My number three, Lance, in between a snack, in between a meal. I can't wait till this summertime where I can go to the ballpark and get one of these. Get me a hot dog, Lance. I'm talking hot dogs, ballpark dogs, but I'm also thinking sausage, sausage hero or a kielbasa. But give me a, a dirty water, boiled water hot dog. It can be a meal. It can be a snack. It can be both. Give me some mustard. Give me some ketchup. Give me both. Give me a little sauerkraut. I used to, growing up, just be a ketchup dog guy, but I've grown to enjoy mustard. Join, I've grown to enjoy the combination of ketchup and mustard. Just mustard. All the above. A good dog. Nothing better. Number what three. about relish? I don't relish relish, but I'm not opposed to relish. I'm not, It doesn't gross me out, but I, I don't usually get relish.
1: What about the onions? I like onions. And the onions
0: are great i'm a good onion guy but not at like a at like a i'll get it if it's like a, a hot dog stand but not oh like yeah oh yeah, walking yeah around
1: yeah yankee Stadium or something yeah leave out those onions in that thing for hours and then put it on my hot dog <laughs> i strongly thought this was on my original list actually and then i took it out to me it skews too close to a meal i feel like i rarely ever have one hot dog i'll usually have two and then once you have two it's a meal Two is a meal, for sure. I can't do more than one.
0: After one, I'm like, I could maybe do one more, but if I have one bite into my second one, I'm, I'm nauseous. Yeah. You know me. I'm a dirty dog. You are. You're a road dog, too. You're yeah. a junkyard dog. My number two would not be surprised if you have this bad boy. Another Greek specialty, the spanakopita, the spinach pie, Lance. This can be a snack if you have a little triangle of, of spinach pie. Triangle offense. A, zen master phil jackson or you can get a big old hunk a square thick like a piece of pie greek spinach pie and it'll it'll fill you up buttercup it's uh, delicious it's scrumptious it's my number two it's about a
1: i didn't think about it it's a good it's a good one though it's very that. very solid one i feel like i only really get it at restaurants as an appetizer Although I do, I do, I think I have before gotten like Trader Joe's has frozen spanakopita, I believe I've gotten it before. If i never made it; it's too it's too difficult to make.
0: Frozen spanakopita is pretty good. Yeah, You just throw it in the oven, heat, heat that bad boy up. It's very good.
1: Yeah, I would love to make scan make spanakopita, but I'm I i can not make that phyllo dough.
0: No. Seems pretty labor
1: intensive. File, it'd be it'd be too like extreme. It'd be like phyllo yanopolis.
0: Right, you don't want that too edgy. Yeah, yeah, way too edgy. Yeah,
1: and then my number one
0: you alluded to it earlier it's a variation of toast my number one is avocado toast I think it is the perfect in between snack in between meal can be a meal if you really go all not go all out with the accoutrement on top of the avocado toast you can throw an egg on there you can throw some cheese you can throw really anything you, you can go banana pudding on it but I if you go just straight up a little avocado on some toast it's a great satiating, delicious, light, nutritious, gives you a burst of energy. If it's a fresh avocado, it's you feel like oh I'm, I'm using this avocado. it's, it's about to go uh, rotten. I got it just when it's right. Nothing better than that feeling. Put it on some toast, a little crunch, a little bite to it. Throw some red ch- chili pepper flakes on there, some salt, pepper. do what you want to do, Lance. That's my number one. red
1: pepper. Yeah, cayenne pepper yellow pepper bell pepper raja taco bell pepper bingo julius pepper it's like it's a good one but i I am a little disappointed i just i just i feel like you're better than that
0: than avocado toast yeah i i mean i it's just to me it's the most delicious of any of these
1: items just millennials aren't buying homes because they're buying avocado toasts
0: I'm not talking like going out to get brunch
1: and getting avocado toast. I'm that's what homemade, I all right. homemade homemade so avocado that, toast. That's better. That's what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking more of a brunch. When I think of avocado toast, I think of brunch. I understand that. I'm thinking
0: like I have some bread, some frozen bread. And I've got an avocado that's going. It's got one more day. I'm gonna make some avocado toast, and it's gonna last me. It's like oh, I'm kind of hungry. I, I'm not. It's not lunchtime yet. All it's right. not dinner time yet. I'm having avocado toast. All right.
1: That's on me. I I, I, I take it back. Oh, I appreciate that.
0: That's big of you. That's
1: that's huge. That's it, right? That's it. I oh, I got to do mine. I got to do mine. This, this sets up big for your
0: now top three. You're really setting the stakes high.
1: My number three is empanadas. <sighs> Damn, that's good. Damn, that's a good one. And this really was a snack slash meal for me in my five years on the Lower East Side where there was a truck. On Norfolk and Delancey, and they sold empanadas. Chicken and cheese are the best ones, but I would get them often on the way to if I was walking a comedy or I was walking to like Mike's or something or whatever or, or shows. I would stop by this truck. Uh, three empanadas, six dollars. It's kind of enough yep. for a meal, yep. or maybe I just was kind of hungry and just wanted one. I would get yep. one, just uh, and just delicious, like really good food that deserves more you know i think if you grow up in a culture where you're having empanadas a lot it doesn't feel underrated but for someone like me who never grew up eating empanadas i'm like why aren't these everywhere but that's you know just a function of where you grow up and all, and all that stuff but i mean empanadas are now in my rotation i haven't found a good a place with good empanadas but you know i think it's a, it's a weird time now but yeah empanadas
0: it's a great one. When I was in Miami, like every corner store, every like little store had empanadas that, that they could heat up at, at the, the gas station store. Yeah, had empanadas. Yeah, it's a great one. It's it's we, very underrated. We talked us, about this
1: in our in our pizza episode. Um, a lot of pizza places now have empanadas.
0: Right, right, yeah. Different variety of flavors. You can add some hot sauce to it. You can have it straight up. He, heat them up. He, eat them cold.
1: There's a place, it's like a mini chain, Empanada Mama. They have like a few Mm -hmm. in different neighborhoods. I think they're like, they're good, but I think they're like kind of pricey. You know, if you're sitting down, if you're going with, it's actually a good like group thing, you know, or maybe Mm -hmm. like at post going out, they have like, it's like, I feel like hundreds of flavors. They have like so many different combinations.
0: Yeah. I've heard of that place.
1: Yeah. That's my number three. My number two is the bagel. The bagel. Give me a plain bagel. I'll wolf it down. Wolf Nights, the fancy rat place that I've never been to. I love a bagel. Sometimes if I'm at my parents, especially they'll get like a dozen bagels and, you know, it'll be in between breakfast and lunch and I'll be hungry and I'll have a bagel, but bagels also could be the meal. So a bagel is a delicious <laughs> Jesse is really upset by this. I'm, I'm ready for your attack. Bring it on.
0: It's not an attack, Lance. It's just it is not in between. It's it's meal. Yeah. Bagel is what you give. Maybe if you're less than five years old, that's what you give to a kid who's like crying. Mom, I, I'm hungry. And you're like, All right, give him a plain bagel. It'll nosh on it until we get to the restaurant. You're not a kid anymore, Lance. You can't just have a bagel. You know how many carbs are in a bagel? You can't just have a mid-afternoon bagel. What are you, nuts? A, just a bagel lying around? You got to... We're we're at a certain age where a bagel is like if I'm having a bagel, I can't have carbs for two years. Or like, you gotta plan out a special event to have a bagel. You can't have a casual bagel. We're not we're not infants anymore, Lance. You're not just ripping apart a bagel, tossing it in like it's like we're on the couch or or, or sitting in
1: the in the high chair. What are you doing? <laughs> Speak for yourself speaking for you is it jason whitlock and colin goward is that the other host? i'm speaking for you lance you don't want to do
0: that don't don't do it you're just gonna have a you're gonna have a casual bagel in between lunch and dinner you're gonna be like (laughs) oh i'm a little hungry i'm just gonna pop a bagel
1: yeah i'm a casual bagel guy
0: how often when's the last time you had a a bagel not bagel?
1: not a meal probably within the last month
0: and a bagel just lying around (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, yeah just a spare bagel a used bagel it was a used bagel no but <laughs> I think I've talked about this there's this running joke in my family one time in in a situation where Drode my dad got like a dozen bagels my brother and uh, sister-in-law were like look I don't know they like wanted bagels or something and Drode was like oh we got we have some bagels over here you could use these bagels <laughs> I love using Drew's bagels.
0: In that case, that makes sense. If, if he's offering to use, to use, offering his to use bagels, bagels. That's, that's like now I understand it.
1: Use it's bagel bad. salesman. I get it. This is a 2019 everything. It's <laughs> still in tip top shape. It's in mint condition. I'll send you the dough facts.
0: <laughs> Doughboy Fresh. I don't know. It's just uh, feel like we can't do that no more.
1: My number one, if you hated that, then you're going to hate this even more, I think. My number one is the grilled cheese. Okay.
0: Okay. That's that's more up my alley. I, I, can, I can deal I, with the grilled cheese.
1: I feel like a grilled cheese is way less healthy than a bagel, especially a good grilled cheese where it's a lot of cheese and then you're just really slathering it in butter. It's just like a whole stick of butter you're just putting in there. So, but anyway, but just like a great snack. I remember when I would go, when we went to Florida, when my grandma was a bit younger you know, she can't like cook anymore. Um, but, you know, she'd cook and she'd, we'd get there and she'd make us grilled cheeses. And it was like in between a snack, in between a meal. And I don't make as many grilled cheeses as I should. But now that we've, I, I thought about it, like, you know, all day after making my list and talking about it now, I'm gonna going to get a little bit more grilled cheese in my life. It's just a great, it's one of the best foods out there. It's so good. It's phenomenal. So, it's just the best. We, we both love grilled cheese.
0: And, and we, we can make adult grilled cheeses. We can add some like different layers of cheese. Mm-hmm. We can blend cheeses. We can use a nice bread. You mm-hmm. don't have to have the classic, but the classic childhood diner, American, like the like just white bread with American cheese is also delicious. Exactly. I just think it's a little lighter than a bagel in the mid afternoon that you're just scarfing down a bagel. Gr- grilled cheese is like, oh, I'll have
1: grilled cheese and like it'll hold me over.
0: It's like a chicken on a stick.
1: Interesting. To me, grilled cheese feels maybe even more substantial than a bagel, but I, I could, I get it.
0: Depending on we what kind of grilled cheese. Yeah. We're talking, I, you, you can make a lighter grilled cheese
1: with, with like cold grain bread or yeah. just
0: cheese. Yeah. It's a good one.
1: It's a solid it's, one. it's just really good. It's like, how could you hate a grilled cheese?
0: Especially with tomato soup. That's a meal. Then we're talking
1: mealtime. Emila
0: Hirsch, great top nine, great idea. It was a good enough. Now, Lance, I got to put my hands up. I think I, I got. I'm going to take full blame here, Lance. I several weeks ago, you reached out to me on Pod, and he's told me he's told me to listen up and said, "You're you're getting you're not giving Kate enough time to 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 make her picks. I'm 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 sending her the picks too late in the game, so I think I overcorrected." I over, I think I, I sent them, I literally sent her the pics last Monday, I believe, the last Tuesday, which is a full week, in event, which is way, it, it, <laughs> I I almost forgot that I sent them to her. So I think I, hands up, I screwed up. I, I think I, I should have maybe followed up today, but Kate also has a busy, a, a busy job. I did not receive any predictions this week. Not, right. I think it's my fault. My uh, bond me blazer. This
1: it's kind of like uh when you sent her the predictions, did you also ask for a candle for her birthday?
0: Ask her for a candle for her birthday? Do you
1: remember your QAB from a few weeks ago where you asked for a candle for was it your sister's birthday or your sister's boyfriend's birthday? I got my sister a candle for. You asked for 100. a dessert. You asked
0: for a dessert. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. yes. I I asked the hostess before we sat down for yeah. the candle, and then the whole meal happened, and they obviously didn't give me the candle. I should have asked. I got to find the the, the the sweet the spot. sweet spot. Yeah. So hands yeah. up. We had decided this a little like early in the game, and I thought, you know, I'll get ahead of the curve. Kate, yeah. listening to this, not I'm not. There's no blame on Kate whatsoever. No blame,
1: and, I and also, uh, I mean, she did get him. But we've had a busy past few days, which I'll get to. Sure. Um, and she is, is b- very busy at work right now. Um, so yeah, it is what it is. No worries. She'll uh, she'll probably realize at some point, and it's no it's no worries. No biggie at all. No, no biggie, biggie, smalls. We do have Phil Jackson. Phil, you know, keeping it short this time, but effective. Okay. Greetings, my little snacky
0: poos. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Phil. You're Woody the Pooh to me, Phil. You're my honey boy.
1: This week, we look at those foods the curly-headed artisan and Laugh Factory could saddle up to for a meal or pull from the fridge whenever the mood strikes. Pull me out of the fridge,
0: Phil. I'm cold.
1: Let's thread the needle with a perfect bounce pass between needing just a taste or stuffing your face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, know, you're you're a seamstress, Phil. Thread me.
1: <laughs> so you're gonna love this. He starts out. Number one, soup.
0: No way. At a boy, Phil. He knows my body through and through. Soup me up, Phil. Ladle me into your mouth. Number two, sliders. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. How do I not have sliders? I'm more of a fastball guy. Yeah.
1: Solid. I, when, he, when he said that, I was like, oh, yeah, I think I, th- I can see that. Definitely. Uh, pizza. More yeah. of a meal to me.
0: Yeah. I mean, we can. Uh, if you have a slice, it's right there on the cusp, but more of a meal. Chicken wings. A couple wingos. Depends on the setting. If I'm having three wings, four wings, Yes. But I'm most of the time I'm crushing at least 10.
1: Any leftovers?
0: Any leftovers? So he's not considered wait, what? So if I guess that makes sense. You're not gonna make a full meal out of leftovers, he's, he's saying? I can see that. Like Thanksgiving. I think you know, it's having- a
1: little QAB. Any
0: leftovers, what is that? It's very vague. It's very it's, it's pretty vague. But I I I see where he's going with it. He's 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 like I'm hungry. I'm going to see what's in the fridge with the leftovers. I'm not going to, it's not going to be a meal, but it's more than a snack, obviously. It's leftovers.
1: And then this one, a sandwich. Oh, no.
0: Phil got lazy.
1: What happened here?
0: <laughs> Phil, what are you doing? A sandwich? <laughs> not even any specific. What's on this? A sandwich? Is a a meal? Maybe if if we're talking turkey sand.
1: Oh, man. What are we, what, what's going on this week? You know what's going on this week? It was a bit of a bluff. That was not Phil doing the predictions. It was none other than Eric Seidel. <laughs> I don't like
0: this one bit. Is he? He's trolling me with this? He's trying to, he's trying to, he's trying to round bluff. me up.
1: Who's bluffing? You? <laughs> Seidel's bluffing? This is out of control. I probably shouldn't have revealed it right away. I probably should have waited. Thank God. I mean... F- Wait. So, uh,
0: Seidel wrote that intro. Yeah. Oh, I hate that I liked it. <laughs> I hate that I liked it. And he said soup. How did? What? It, <laughs> kudos to Seidel. Couscous to Seidel. The intro was phenomenal. And he and he riled me up at certain moments. And the soup is is pretty incredible. Sandwich, leftovers out of the fridge. I, I now I I really don't know how to trust myself when I when I, you know. I don't know. I'm
1: speechless. We've already established that J.I.'s is a snack. But many would argue he's also a whole meal. See, this, this is what I'm talking about. This is the goods, Phil. You know it's my body. Does a snack qualify as a meal? I sure think it does. Why would they deep fry mozzarella or <laughs> delicately wrap a miniature hot dog in dough? Why does the earth spin on an axis? Oh, Phil, these questions are just they're deep. Who knows? Who cares? And let's, and let's braise till our little hearts are content. Braise me, Bill. Phil. Take <laughs> out your Velcro wallets. Grab your last $2 and press B122 on the vending machine. Because <laughs> I'm dropping in hot.
0: Give me some cookies, Phil.
1: Without any further ado... Here's where Jesse is getting a bit aggressive with his snacking.
0: Did, did, oh, did, did Seidel have, without further ado, also in his, his intro? because I feel like just the way he, he structured it, it's just
1: maniacal. Chicken tenders.
0: Tendies.
1: More of a meal. Pizza. Oh, my God.
0: Seidel's had the pizza, too. I said it, it's, it's It's more of a meal. Dumplings. Ooh, dump dumps great one
1: i thought about dumplings but i was like i generally have them as a meal but i dumplings thought about it. i strongly thought about it and then i said empanadas is definitely one and empanadas are kind of dumplings so i figured i'd just do empanadas absolutely i don't see i see dumplings is more of an
0: appetizer i guess it depends on how many dumps you're having and how many dumps one i'm after. taking
1: i'm taking when i go to i'm like I, I want all the dumps i'm taking okay. all the dumps got it makes sense Calamari. Mm,
0: not too shabby, Phil. For going to Carmine's, they give you a hefty ton of calamar. Galama.
1: Hummus spreads with various
0: dips. There it is. Bang, bang. Actually, he said dipper. Dippers. Big dipper. Dip me up, Phil. Great one.
1: Then he's got bruschetta.
0: No, he does not. He has bruschetta. I had a kid, Phil. Knows my body. Thank goodness. If freaking Sidell had a better prediction than Phil, I would have uh, retired m- my chef's hat. I had a kid, Bruschetta. What a guy. Know my right. body. Then he's got a bonus.
1: Let me give you a smack.
0: Let me give you a smack.
1: Yeah. I guess like snack.
0: Let me give you a smack. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Smack. <laughs> smack me up, Phil. Smack me on the tuckus. Great predictions.
1: Praise on yeah. Phil Jackson.
0: Praise on Phil. What a roller coaster of emotion. I feel <laughs> deceived, deceased,
1: deceased in the bluff.
0: Buffalo wing. Seidel. Interesting. I, I'm going to listen back waited. to that intro. I,
1: I think I should have waited a week and then told you. But but, 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 yeah, you but I had to read Phil. Predi- I had to read yeah. predictions.
0: Yeah. The sandwich. That's not Phil. Phil would never just put sandwich.
1: Yeah. It's a little QAB for Seidel. Not this. thinks. It's not to specify more, but yeah. pretty good. Not, a little short, good. but I think the longer it went, you might yeah. notice some some issues. That's the all. always so, needling you.
0: Always. What a seamstress. <laughs> yeah. Seamless. Grubhub. Subscribe to the Patreon,
1: everybody. We had a, we had we a didn't, top-notch Patreon. We didn't talk about it at all, but subscribe to the Patreon. You get cool stuff. You support the pod. And Jesse really kind of reveals Parmesan a lot. He kind of ramps it up a notch. I, meanwhile, I'm the exact same. I, I really go nuts.
0: I'm, I'm unfiltered. If you really want to know what I'm thinking and what I, I kind of un-PC Jay Ags, listen to the Patreon. Two the episodes, plus a bonus epi per month. It's well worth a couple pennies. Right now,
1: he's got the Brita filter on, but not on the Patreon. Patreon
0: on tap Tapwater.
1: With lead. was <laughs> <laughs> that a fart?
0: <laughs> no, I hear a little toot there.
1: I, I, no. I'd uh, I, I, I admit it, but I, I put my hand on the, uh, the table, and it did like a fart-type noise. <laughs>
0: Sound like a little toot.
1: <laughs> yeah. Too, too good.
0: Perfecto. You want to get some QABs going? Let's do it. You want to go first? I'll go first. I feel like you actually have a big one. I, I, got, I got a quickie. Okay. I don't. Know, I don't know if I can follow your your, your QAB. Right. My QAB. You were talking about performing for the group of guys in East Hampton and how you know group dynamics can go a lot of different ways. I performed for a group at the Bronx Riviera Club, the comedy shop. There was a group of nine or ten people for a seven thirty show. Then there was, they were the first group in there. They like dominated the energy of of the room. They sat. They were there for like twenty minutes early in the back row. Um, and then I think a, another couple came in, and then a single. So like the energy of the, the it was just it was just
1: thirteen, or yeah, ten pretty, or whatever, whatever, yeah,
0: yeah. As far uh, yeah, pretty sure, yeah. I went up bullet spot, which I love. I love a bullet right to the face. Alvin Kawhi goes up, does a pretty solid job as as a host, though. Like it was solid because his first five minutes, all he's doing is talking to the group. Group loves when they're talking to them when it's about the group when it's jokes mm-hmm. about the group. They're loving it. It's all about them. Ha, ha, ha. Then, Lance, then Alvin goes into some of his own jokes and he, he even he, he admitted it to me, so I, I don't think he'd be mad that I said it. Like they A lot of them did not, like, bombed. Like, jokes that he's done before that I've seen. And he's funny, him. so it's... The, yeah. yeah. And he came, and I was like, I I, I could kind of sense like, this is going to be tough sled and this group is going to really dominate. And I go up, I try to... I, my first two minutes, I riff on the group. I do a classic like, oh, this is like a college orientation brochure group that gets a laugh. Oh, we're, this group's having an orgy, gets a laugh. And I, there's only only so many group bits I can do. I started going into my bits. I I had a pretty pretty good bomb, pretty good clean bomb. And it, I think a lot of it has to do with the psychology of like this group dominated the energy and also like one of them didn't want to be the, caught being the only one laughing at a joke. They all were looking at each other waiting for each one of the other ones to laugh. And it's hard in that small setting to kind of like let go of, and, and kind of just be your own person, which I understand, but it makes it impossible to have a comedy show when this group is in there. I, I didn't really see how anybody else did. Um, but it was tough sledding. It was. It just felt QAB because like, I knew some of, the, a lot of the things I was saying was funny, but they just weren't allowing themselves to laugh because they were afraid of being judged by their friends that are sitting next to them. I feel like if one of them was like, I'm saying a lot, I don't care what anybody else thinks. they The rest of them would have started to open back up. But it's interesting about group dynamics and kind of the psychology of a larger group.
1: It's fascinating, especially now where it's COVID restrictions and like They're the whole show. Like, even if there was like thirty people, maybe it would be easier, but it's still tough because there's still so much of the show. Yeah. But I think we should limit, like, the amount of people. Like, you shouldn't have. You should never have a group that's most of the show. But that's just kind of what it is now. It's just tough to say no. Yeah, you're not going to say no. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's fascinating because I I think it's like they're coming to a comedy show, and I don't think they're doing it consciously. I don't think they're they're literally in their heads being like, I'm gonna I'm not laughing because no one else is laughing in the group. It's just like it's it's subconscious, which is Yeah.
1: The best comedy shows are when it's all people who are anonymous. You know, it's couples or it's like a group of three friends, all people who are anonymous to one another. Yeah. Who it doesn't, you know, the the relationship is just the relationship of the room, not exactly, exactly. what you bring outside what you bring in and goes back out. What happens when, yeah. stays.
0: The best when the host makes you feel like it's all little small groups, but then it makes you feel like you're one group. Exactly in the end of the audience but this group is already a group so it's hard they already feel uh-huh. like
1: they're a group and you did a great job with that on when you hosted was it friday yeah. whatever show you hosted yeah
0: that was a fun that's a fun crowd there's a perfect yeah. crowd yeah good, good energy like a lot of different pairs that, that was fun grizzly
1: bingo the dojo yeah yeah that's it's i i feel yeah it, i i hate that no
0: yeah. I, I didn't like I, I was i found it fascinating when I was leaving. Just like interesting about group that I
1: always feel bad for like the other couple that was there, right? Right. It's like their right. experience kind of got ruined because of this group, which is no one's fault really. But but I think I think it looks like it's the comedian's fault though.
0: I don't think the people in the crowd realize that it's the big group that it, it is doing Yeah, it. that's possible. I think it, it looks like the, com- the comedians are bombing because there's no energy in the room. Yeah. It's, it's wild.
1: All right. So my QAB is... Um, so on Saturday drive go about to drive to the show i am driving basam your best friend and rachel green and uh, the car is parked not on our block but the block next to it uh and it's the last car uh on the like you know when there's like a line of cars parked Mm -hmm. it's like the last one okay um so you know unlock the car about to get in look And the back of the driver's side is completely smashed. Completely smashed up. Super smashed taillight. Smashed. Smash mouth. The bumper, like, it's kind of like out. I have to, like, push it, you know, back in. Oh. Um, Just, like, clearly, you know, significant damage. Um, What probably happened is it's – you could make a right turn and people cut the turn a little bit, which – The car wasn't parked in such a position Where it was like Yeah you you basically Really had if you were a truck and you cut the Turn and not paying attention I guess You could hit it right Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like So crazy that I mean now We're never gonna park there again right but It was it was a spot that seemed There's not gonna
0: park in that spot But on the street
1: we're never gonna park On that spot where you could get clipped by this turn Yeah but there's Mm -hmm. a lot of spots where We are because the streets are narrow and stuff where it's, it's it didn't seem like the least dangerous spots out of the possibility of spots you could park in, right? But just no, 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 no oh.
0: nothing. Oh. you think the car that obviously that hit your car was damaged at all?
1: I think it was a truck. I don't know this. Uh, I think it was a truck though, because if it was a car, the car would definitely be like pretty damaged. Yeah, I think it was just a truck that you know was going fast, cut it. So, you know, this happens and luckily I uh, kind of built out enough time where we were going to like go to the Hamptons and walk around and have dinner. So there's plenty of time for the show, but I real like it was a situation where it's like, okay, we have to take care of this, but I'm also responsible for people getting to a show and it wasn't so bad where it was, it was drivable, but I also didn't want to drive it at night because the taillights broken.
0: That's a a long drive there. It's a very
1: long drive. And I was like, yeah, I don't, it's probably not smart to drive it there and back. Uh, Regardless of the situation where it's like, okay, it's a hit and run. This is going to be significant damage. It's going to cost us money. So first thing I do is I call Geico and they're pretty good about it. I would recommend if you're in the market to buy a car and you're listening to this, Geico has been good. I I think they're good insurance. Seem very reasonable. Um, you know, they took everything down, you know, there's, you know, saying, you know, we're not at fault, but because we don't know who hit us, we will have to pay what is our $500 deductible. Um, yeah. So you think there's if, any, if there...
0: uh way to get any kind of, any kind of camera? Footage we'll get, we'll have... get to
1: it. We'll get to it. So I realized, okay, like a hit and run, especially when damage is over a thousand dollars, which this definitely is, this is probably gonna be a few thousand dollars, I imagine, yes. um, uh is a crime. So and you know, I'm like, this is just like just the fact that someone would do this and not stop or think it's their responsibility. There's I think there's a very strong possibility that it was, you know, a truck working someone working for a company and doesn't want it to be on them. I feel like that's probably the most likely scenario. Um you never know with these situations, but I realize like we should probably call the police If we ever want any chance of figuring out who did it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So I call them, and it's like kind of tough to get, like, figure out who the right person to talk to. So I end up like a few numbers don't answer. I end up getting the detectives, and they're like, you should, like, uh, we don't really do this. It's not a perfect system, but you should call 911. I'm like, this does not seem like a 911 situation. Also, I realize if we do call 911, they're going to come. And at this point, I'm like, you know, Bassam and Rachel are like dealing with this and they're nice about it, but I'm like, I can't stretch this out for so long or we might miss the show. I don't know what's going to happen. So I kind of realize, okay, I think I'm just going to have to, I, th- then the calculation is, okay, what's, you know, do I not do the show? What, what happens? What are we doing with the car? Luckily, Rachel and I kind of realized maybe the best thing we could do if we're going to the show is to drive the car out to my parents, which is about halfway from where the show is. Drop off this car and drive one of my parents' cars, which is what we ended up doing. Smart. Um, yeah, but I kind of, I kind of couldn't deal with the hit and runs aspect. Yeah, yeah. So did that. The next day, went to the police station, the precinct or whatever. And first, I think it was my first time ever walking into a police precinct. It was exactly what I expected. Um,
0: Brooklyn nine, nine.
1: Yeah. cracking jokes. Yeah, basically. Um, and they were very nice, but they were basically like, do you have the car? They're like, what would have been best was to do it right away. But if you have the car, we could drive it to the place and like recreate it. Uh, yeah. I did not have the car because I left ah, it yeah. in long Island, but they were like, they were as helpful as they could be. Basically. You I have pictures. Um, I had show pictures. Yeah. Show them pictures. And they're like, you know, yeah, it sucks. You know, one, guy said, you know, happened to him, that type of thing. Um, So one thing is that it's like kind of next to it is a, like a bus, a charter bus. It's a parking lot. It's like an enclosed parking lot. That's a charter bus company. Mm. They have signs all around that says like 24 hour surveillance. Mm. So I realized, okay, well, maybe this is a way to find out who did it. So it wasn't until today that I could like investigate this because yesterday they were, you know, closed and, and whatever. So today I walk over there, you know, it's a block away. Everything's totally closed. And I had noticed like there hasn't been buses there in a while. Uh, so I called this company and the guy tells me they closed. They're not there anymore because uh, of COVID and, you know, the other their business isn't doing as well. But he did say, he will say this. Say this. He, he told me the owner of the property. The company that owns the property.
0: This is, this is turned into Sherlance Homes.
1: <laughs> Sherlance Homes. So I find this, you know, find their info. It was also actually, I really had to figure it out because the, the guy who helped me was super nice, but his English was not the best. So I wasn't going to like ask a million times, like, what was the company? Yeah. But I kind of had like a vague, I was like, okay, yep. I think it's this and this. And I typed in enough things and figured it out. Some so find the company and... I call. I, I end up figuring out the right number within the company to call because it's a, it's a I don't, kind of larger real estate company. I finally get someone on the phone and explain the situation. And she says that they, especially this property, because they do more like residential stuff. But I guess to me, it seems like this company has bought up a lot of industrial type things and built apartments. Okay, And I could imagine they might do that with this property at some point. But she said for this, like they contract the surveillance out to someone else oh. um, but she was helpful she's like she took down all my information and she said she'd contact and see what see what she could do so that's where we are right now
0: that doesn't that doesn't seem promising it feels it like, doesn't seem
1: promising but it's like we try everything you can yeah, yeah you had to we, go to the show Had to get to the show i could have not done the show and put the car like this but it just seemed like it was unlike like the likelihood of something happening. From there, you know the lead, and I was like, I I have to do the show, and I'm also responsible for two other people on right. the show. So, um, that's a that's
0: must have been stressful in the moment, having to decide and and make those calculations, especially like from the moment of seeing the car all smacked up. Which seems yeah. That then you're like, oh my god, now I got a Summer Sanders. Had what, what? am I going to do? Yeah. I think you made the right choice.
1: Yeah. So the car now is at a shop. Um, hopefully, I I think it's going to take a few weeks. I think they're, they're definitely gonna have to get a new part. Um, so, you know, it sucks because we had the whole issue with getting the car and we've had it for basically, we've actually only had it for basically like a month. Um, and we're gonna use it. I mean, Kate uses it a lot. We could get a rental, but it's it, it's it's at least $30 a day for a rental. Right. Which ends up, it's, if a few weeks, it's gonna be a, a lot of money on top of yeah. the money we're gonna have to pay for the damage that we're Right. We have to pay because we don't know who did it. That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. What, what a pain in the butt. Sorry I had to go do that.
1: Yeah. It's, it's more than QAB. And then I'm going to call QAB myself because you had sent like an email. So we're going to have the Braze Bits open in a few weeks. Yeah. And you sent an email like excited for the Braze Bits open, kind of, you know, kicking off like the planning of it. Sure. And you sent something, Mr. October sent something. And then I was just like, I can't come because my car and send the picture. And it was just like, you know, I, I put my bad energy about the car
0: oh, but uh, onto
1: the email. It was, you know, I was like, I didn't need to do this after I sent it. I was like, I shouldn't have done that. But also there might be a logistical issue yeah. in, at, involved, but you know, it was not the time to be like, make, make it all about my car situation. Yeah. You had good vibes you're putting in and I just completely ruined it.
0: It, it made sense though, for the logistics of trying to yeah. figure out where we're. Yeah. we're getting we're getting in the weeds, but I, yeah. I I would be stressed out and have negative vibes if that happened to me also. So I understand that's it's tough sled. That's, that's like, yeah, that's what's having a car in the city. Knock on wood, I have I haven't gotten smashed yet, but it's it's a lot of, you got a lot of variables, but especially when you're not putting in a lot, it's out in the mean streets of New York.
1: Exactly, and they are mean streets, and it's like I to me, and I think Kate is definitely kind of has this sentiment also that this stuff is going to happen, right? Yeah. It's like it's New York, as you said, it's the mean streets. But the fact that you're just—it's just not leaving a note, and it's bad. It's not like it's a—you know—you expect dents, you expect scratches, but something like this is like pretty significant. And the fact that someone's just driving off is QAB. Like, yeah. I mean, it's not QAB. It's 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 a disgrace. Yeah, it's
0: it's it's horrible. Will and disgrace. I support gay marriage. Yeah. It's a tough one, but at least nobody was hurt. Nobody was in the car. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's what we, you know, when, when something like that happens too, you have to be like, well, it could have been worse. Yeah. Exactly. But it's like, yeah, it could have been worse, it but also sucks. It, it sucks. Still, it's, it stinks. Yeah. Well, hopefully, maybe, possibly you'll
0: find, uh, if, you, if you get the security footage, that'd be unbelievable.
1: It would be unbelievable. I'm gonna, I'm, I, don't, I don't expect it to happen, but I think I'm going to wait until the end of the week and then call them again. Yeah, a little follow-up. Um, follow up, but, you know, it's I shot my shot. Shoot your shot. I missed you trying. Yeah.
0: And you didn't miss the show? You didn't? You still got a... Uh...
1: No, the show was good. And I was like, all right. I mean, that's the thing about these road shows too, though. There's like all this other stuff. Yeah. I didn't even think about my set until I got there. But it ended up being good.
0: Right. Shish kebab. Makes yeah. me stressed just thinking about having having to go through that. It's tough. Yeah. Want to bring in the closer? Let's do it. A 1, a 2, 3, 2, 3, one, two, three, four.
1: Good. Pretty good.
0: Not too shabby. Solid epi overall. Besides getting hit and run at the end. But overall, great episode, I would say.
1: I got one thing to plug. It's going to, I think it's the first Sunday of every month. It's Bassam Shawl's show at the stand, Brown Mirror. Check it
0: you're out. Gonna, you're you're going to plug that. <laughs> it hasn't booked. I'm sure he's probably booked you. Hasn't, I don't now?
1: think he's booked me on that show. He's, I don't think he
0: has. It looked like he had a great turnout there last night. It looks like his career is really booming. He's engaged. Happy <laughs> for that guy. What, what a guy. He dresses well. I uh plug this Tuesday. If you're listening to this, the Tuesday after this comes out, the eleventh, I'll be at the tiny cupboard in, in Brooklyn in Bushwick, if anyone's around at I believe it's nine PM. You can look look it up. It's Molly Kornfeld's Show. If you're in the Brooklyn area, come check it out. That's it.
1: Yeah, I don't have anything to plug. Praise Bits.
0: Check out Braze Bits. Check out the Patreon. Thanks for supporting the pod, being top Razorbacks.
1: If you're looking for a snack, grab a bagel.
0: If you're looking for a snack, why don't you eat up me and Lance for a couple of snacks?
1: Fair enough. Shout out to Seidel, and have a great day.
0: Love you all. Peace.